Howdy, and welcome back to another episode of the one, the only podcast dedicated entirely to effects pedals, and that is the Effects Pedal Fan Club. This is Justin. This is Vince. And we are broadcasting you to you from a somewhat more organized and um, podcast-friendly clubhouse here. Vince, how are you feeling about it? Dude, I'm I'm really digging it. Yeah, I've, like, our... Justin started this project and we had to do the last few episodes remote um, due to the, I guess, renovations happening. There wasn't any like demo demo being done on any walls or anything, but it was it was a destruction zone for sure. That's right. Goodwill has been hit pretty hard. Um, I was able to get away, get uh, be able to donate some uh, great storage things and things like that. So that went all to good places, and I'm feeling a lot better about it now vince here in 2023 we'll be broadcasting from a couch now oh yeah that's right podcast couch we've got each we have our own section of podcast couch we've got a proper road case to kick our feet up on yeah the club the clubhouse is coming together vince oh my god it's so comfortable (laughs) it's it's feeling way good We we used to be on stools yeah but this is uh 2023 i hope everybody's having a good new year's um vince how's your new year been it's been good. Um, you know, we, I tend to have to work around New Year's Eve, New Year's Day a lot. Um, there's a company that I help run their um, kind of year-end process where they do all of their like billing and condense all their files. I know this isn't super exciting for anyone, but like, so I end up not being really going out on New Year's Eve or doing much because I also have to work on January 1st um, setting up their new year with their all of their calendars and stuff like that um but it was nice because sheen and i went out to like an early dinner on new year's eve um and got to spend some time together and then we both kind of just went home and relaxed before i had to work it was i don't know it was like it was the first year we didn't really i do anything i don't know if it's been the first year in my whole life where i really didn't do anything it was nice uh, Vince, what I'm hearing is uh, because of your profession, you're basically dealing with Y2K every New Year's. Yeah. I mean, yeah, kind of. You can put it that way. Right. <laughs> Servers need to get updated. Yeah. Clocks are reset. Transactions are, are managed. Um, yeah. You know, the new year in or the old year ends, the new year begins. Oh, that sounds great. I actually had a crazy New Year's. I went to a, a dance party um, oh, yeah. at a local studio uh-huh. um, that I film at quite a bit and then went and checked out this cat um his name's jack yoder and um he's like a singer songwriter kind of honky tonk style at this at this local bar okay because i'm shooting a music video for him in a month or so um so i was like oh let's go check him out and um he's he, the actually the music video we're shooting is his cover of driver eight um so it's cool to catch some live music nice and you know bedtime for me is usually like 10 o'clock and sure. like he got, you know, we got through midnight. He's like, oh, I got another set in me. So we were out to like 1.30. It was so gnarly. <laughs> you don't typically stay up that late, do you? <laughs> no, 10 o'clock is like... Like the um, cutoff, yeah. hard cutoff? Yeah, we're, we're you know, re-watching Game of Thrones now. So we're like, we're deep into like uh, our second episode of Game of Thrones by 10 o'clock. Oh, gotcha. Yep. So if you don't know, if you're new to the um, fan club... Every year, the first episode of the year, Vince and I baseline our board so we can see how much they've changed over the course of the year. And we do a quick review of what last year's was. We'll just list off the pedals really quick. And then we're going to go each into our own boards 
the pedals we're running right now, why we're running them, kind of our motivation behind it, right? Yep. So Vince, um, let's get into it, buddy. Why don't you just tell me what pedals you had on your board? We actually needed photos for reference because they've they've how, how much they've how much has it changed for you, Vince, from last oh, year? Oh, uh, so it was funny. We went back. I was like, oh my god, I hope I still have the picture, and I found it, and I wasn't sure it was the picture because <laughs> there's not a single pedal that was on my board for our first episode last year that is still on my board now. Um, I mean, there are some great pedals in here that I'm like, oh, I would totally run that. It's just not on my board. It, uh, it's, not a, it's not a permanent spot right now. Um, and so last year I had, looks like I was going into a the Way Huge Camel Toe, which has the Green Rhino and the Red Llama. And then I was going into the Way Huge Fat Sandwich which is the uh, distortion pedal. And then um, I had the super chorus, the boss super chorus, CH1, into a phaser, the moon phaser by Red Witch, and then into my two-timer, BBE two-timer delay. And then I was going into an Alpine reverb by JHS that he no longer makes. And then I was going into the Sonic Stomp, if you remember that pedal too. Oh, the um, the Sonic Maximizer. Yeah, the Sonic Maximizer by BBE. Yeah, and so that was my board last year, and there's uh, none of those that are still on there. <laughs> it, it it it's um it's similar now in the way that I run it, but it's not the same pedals. And so, all right, I found uh, it really interesting. <laughs> well, I'm excited to hear uh, what your board is now. I'll just do a quick review of what I was running last year. Yeah, and then you can tell us about what you're doing now. So last year, same pedal board, um, and I was kind of still everything. The heart of the board was the uh, Gig Rig Quartermaster 6 Looper uh, loop switching system that kind of controlled everything, and I was running a Jackson Audio Fuzz, modular fuzz, the um, uh, JHS uh, double barrel, the Wildwood Mjolnir, yep. the Diamond Halo Chorus, the Ethos Clean, the Space Audio Collider, the Harmonious Monk by Jam Pedals, the yeah. um, that pedal show edition, and then a Cali 76 stacked compressor and a Mutron 3 envelope filter. And again, that was in no particular order. That's just looking at the, the picture. But that's what I was running. Things have changed, so I didn't really necessarily stress the order. Yeah. Um, and I also had a mission... Mission Workshops, Mission Audio, Mission Audio, um, volume pedal on there as well. Oh, right. Yep, yep. I remember that now. It's funny you talked about these pedals. Like, oh, yeah, you definitely had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's the, and then I think the next week the Jackson Audio Fuzz got switched out. <laughs> yeah. Else. Well, that was the one that was getting swapped out constantly on your board last year. Yeah. It is, was, the, is the Fuzz, because that's, that was like, that was, it was like your year of like, uh, finding fuzz it was my year of finding fuzz and we and talked we, about it that last at the end of last year was one of my three discoveries my yeah. big discoveries discovery that the shinny is your your fuzz of choice it is that is where my my heart um is happiest with some sort of shinny kind of super fuzz uh circuit and yeah. um that might that might have changed i don't know um after we just uh got to try out the new <laughs> Real quick side note here is um, the folks at Petty John sent us their smash, their kind of 
muff style pedal from their limited edition drop to check out and boy vince you were just playing it and it sounded good oh yeah, yeah. when well, i don't know if we talked about it last episode but the big muff sound is my the fuzz sound that i just absolutely love um and yeah we'll we'll have a deep dive into that pedal probably next episode or next couple episodes um and we'll talk about it more because yeah well it's another special pedal for sure from from the guys at petty john because they um we talked about the way that they do their mids inductor now and like it's it's just so cool yeah you throw a, a big muff style pedal at that the power of that mids inductor yeah and it is special um so good shout vince um that was my board so vince let's get into your board now yeah as it stands for the start of 2023 and um talk us through what pedals you have kind of go through the order and what your reasoning is behind them your motivation what your intent is oh definitely so i mean number one new to my board that wasn't on at the beginning of last year is i have a compressor an always on compressor and this kind of happened midway through the year and then it got swapped out towards the end of the year um but the one i have on my board now is the way huge saffron squeeze and it is um i mean the my whole reason for a compressor is not to really mess with the attack of my notes because I really like to kind of allow my the way that I pick to kind of handle that I like to have the character in you know when I'm picking but for a compressor I really love having sustain and volume control in a compressor Um, because I like my clean sound to be very very clean and so it i want it to sustain a little bit more and so i really like have a lot of sustain in the compressor and that's what i like with that um and then i go into a a tube screamer pedal which is the kartaku warmer um and it's just a tube screamer with a couple extra toggles that give it a little bit more character um it's got like a bass boost and um I guess a dirt boost kind of gives it a little more aggression, a little more, uh, you know, dirt on it. Um, but the way that I'm running that is kind of really light on the gain, um, edge of breakup kind of sound. And I use it as a tone shaper because I typically play, uh, my number one has humbuckers is a custom 24 PRS. Right. And so I use it kind of to shape my tone going into my entire, my entire board. Um, so that's kind of the way that I use that pedal. Um, and then right now I've got the Jay Mascus, uh, big muff, the electro harmonics, big muff, um, after that. And I mean, that pedal, I just love the sound so much. It's, um, and I actually have it after my tube screamer because I use the tube screamer to kind of brighten up the tone as it goes into the big muff. And I just like the way that it sounds and, um, it brings out the mids a little bit rather than cutting them completely. And so it's really cool in that way. Um, and then after that, I've got my Rev G4 distortion pedal. Um, and that's kind of like my main, I guess, rhythm guitar sound that I mess with a lot. Um, it's got great range as far as like how much gain you want. Um, really cool for a high gain pedal. It's modeled after their, the rev amps, their dirty channels. Um, and it's such a, such a cool high gain pedal. 
Um, it has a three band EQ, which I love allows me to kind of shape the tone of that a little bit. And then you've got a few different types of distortion that you can use, um, being like their blue or red channel. And it just kind of adds more of a, the red is kind of a more modern and the blue is kind of a more vintage, um, distortion sound. Um, and then right now I actually have after that going into a, what is this? A K-Line Devilfish. And so that's that, uh, I guess you'd call it a budget guitar pedal. They're really, really inexpensive, but they're just digital pedals. It's uh, like 34 bucks. Yeah, right? it was it's pretty really, cheap. really, really cheap. And I got it to try it out because this is a chorus delay combo pedal and they're, um, they've got separate foot switches so they can be run independently. Um, but I was just going to test out the chorus, which is just, it's just a digital chorus, um, it sounds really cool. I was actually very surprised by it, how well it sounded, but, um, I've been jamming that just using the chorus side. I don't really love the delay side because it doesn't have a tap tempo. It's just kind of got, it's got a knob for your delay time and it's hard to get right where you want it. And so after that, I'm going into the DD 20, which is my favorite digital delay so far. I've tried a few of them and that, that one just, it does everything I need it to. And then some all time club favorite. Yeah. So good. Um, and then in next in the pedal chain is the, um, Skyler. Oh, the reverb. Yeah. The reverb, which the GFI systems one, right? Yeah. GFI systems Skyler. Thank yeah. You. Um, and that is just a really cool reverb. I use that because it allows me to have two presets. Um, one that I do kind of, you can kind of use as like an all, like catch all reverb and it's just kind of a plate reverb. It's pretty light and you can use it at any time. And then my other one is what's called Spatium, which is specific to the GFI system Skylar. And I think it might be on the Specular Tempest as well there, which is there. It's got to be on the, the Specular Tempest because that's the bigger one, right? Yeah, that is like the same as your... Um, Source audio collider, where yeah, it's delay and reverb. Yeah, it's you, delay the, and reverb. The, the Skylar is just a reverb side. Of yes. It, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, it's it's a super super spacey reverb, and I have that to kind of get um, kind of wild, and it's and I can set presets however I want them. You can use uh, an expression pedal, and you can set the expression pedal to control whatever you want, whether you want it to be uh, volume, speed, uh, re- depth. Um, your and, whole, your wet mix. Yeah. Your yeah. wet mix and any part of it too. Yep. And so it's really cool. A lot of versatility in that. Um, and then the last one in my chain is actually just, a the ditto looper still in there just uh, so I can, uh, record little riffs and then kind of jam over them. Um, I've got the RC 20. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting in my clubhouse. Yeah. Ready to be tested. And it's just, um, I've got to put the time to like plug it in and really experiment with it. Cause it's got, uh, it's from what I understand is should fit my needs just fine, but if there's just so much to it. I kind of have to learn it. And I, I haven't taken on that beast yet. Is is, all. The did a looper is pretty straightforward. Then. It's pretty straightforward. It's got, you know, you press, you know, press the pedal to record, press again to stop, press it another time and like double tap to stop, press to play. And then you kind of just jam. It just has one knob. It's just a volume. That's pretty slick. Doesn't uh, have any presets or memory or anything like that. So a couple questions on your board. Yeah. Just curiosity. You said your compressor's on all the time. All of the time. Right? Yep. And that was a way huge. 
Yep. That's is that your only way huge pedal now? On the board? On the board, yeah, yeah it I think so, is. right? Yeah, because <laughs> Yep, it okay. is currently. And then um so you've got some deep space going on at the end of that board. Oh yeah. You've got the chorus, you've got a delay, and you've got a um reverb yeah. system, right? Yeah. So I just was you were just over here at the clubhouse jamming, and anytime you're in like overdrive mode, yeah. There's none of that going. No, no, no. I, I typically, my overdrive mode is pretty dry signal. Like Pretty dry. It's like dry. Yeah, yeah. About I mean, as dry as it can get. Because like you're over here playing the wet dry rig and yeah. you just had the wet off. Like <laughs> yeah. how do I turn this off, right? Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's probably just because I'm in like rhythm guitar mode. And so it's, um, like I said, with, the, with my setup, it's usually just the Rev G4 and I don't have any of my wet like any of my modulation going none yep. of it I, there's times i'll bring in the um reverb a little bit or the chorus a little bit but i typically don't have my delay on at all when i'm um jamming out yeah the you know heavy gain stuff vince i just might have noticed one of the problems with couches is just constantly adjusting and getting comfortable in them <laughs> yeah. so if you hear a lot of couch couch ruffling <laughs> that might be our new thing to solve in 2023 yeah well these couches when you sit in them i mean you sink sit, in you pretty sink hard in, so yeah, like yeah. to adjust you kind of have to like almost stand up completely and then sit back down yeah yeah um <laughs> that's interesting vince um yeah because uh, i do listen to your drive signal and i'm like that is your drive is tight yeah. there's no i mean reverb oh also you the one thing you forgot to mention was what it's going into because that's new this year oh right i mean yeah because you I, got a new amp this year. I got a new amp this year at some point. Yeah, had to have been this year. Um, it's going into a, what is it, an Ibanez TSA-15H, which is um, a head that, from what I've read, is modeled after um, a, a Fender Princeton. Yep. Um, and it also has a built-in tube screamer that is you can flip on, and then it also has a boost um, toggle. And the tube screamer is just a, a very basic Ibanez tube screamer built in, and um, no, it's a. I love the sound of that amp, and it's such a great pedal platform. Um, and I, I jammed. It had to get repaired later this year, and I jammed your um, Mesa Boogie Mark V for a long time. And I mean, I love that amp. Um, but I was actually worried that when I got mine back, I wouldn't love it as much cause I had been jamming, uh, you know, a Mesa boogie and I'm like, dude, like what, what could happen? But I, I was, yeah, it was nice that I still loved the sound of my amp and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. That's, that's actually a good, <laughs> I know. that's a good test. I, it is a good test. Cause when you're jamming the Mesa boogie Mark five for a while and you're like, oh my God, this thing sounds beautiful. Um, yeah, so it's going into that, and then I just have it going into a 112 with a V30, Vintage 30 speaker. Yep, that orange, right? Yep. Yep, yep. That's yeah, an orange cab. Yeah, because I knew I knew that was new for you this year. Your amp sounds great. Yeah. Like, last time I was over at your clubhouse jamming, it was um, it was nice to hear, for sure, because it was broke or in the in the shop for a bit. Yeah. Not as long as it was supposed to be, though, which was, it was great. No, it was nice. They got it back quick. You know, a lot of the guitar shops around this area, I mean, they were just so busy because there's not a lot of people that do amp repairs in the area and yeah um there were places that i called that were like we're not even taking new amps right now because we don't have a place to put them because they're on like a four month backlog yeah. and they're like they'll just sit here and he's like so i'm not taking any i've got some recommendations and you know other places that i called were like we can have it around in 12 weeks was the shortest time and i was like 
Sure. sure. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. And you'll take it. Yeah. Just get it done. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I, after, you know, rearranging the clubhouse, I know the, um, the struggles of storing amps. <laughs> sure. I mean, the amp storage in the clubhouse has motivated an entire rearrange of the, yeah. of the facility. Um, yeah, yeah no. like, I think that was kind of like my my big questions was that it's interesting the compressor is an always on first yeah. in chain, which I think is super cool. Um, you know, because sometimes like you know compressors off often go at the very beginning of chains. A lot of people love that, and then also Keeley like released this article a long time ago, like when he launched his original four knob compressor. Uh huh. And um, one thing that he suggested was almost putting it at the end of your gain stages. Interesting. As a way to normalize your sound, the the volume level. Oh. But you can control the cleanliness of your of it by through your pick attack. So even oh. if you're playing like chill, yeah. your volume's kind of normalized. And that's one way he suggested it when he ori- originally released his um four knob compressor, you know, whatever whenever that was. That's a really interesting way to to do it. I, I, you know, never really thought about that. Yeah. So if you're really looking at to kind of like use the compressor as like a, a leveling tool, you could use it after your gain stages. And so then way it doesn't affect your pick dynamics. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It just kind of normalizes the sound. And then he would often put a boost after that for leads. You keep your dynamics and your, your tone controlled by your guitar attack before the compressor, then the compressor kind of normalizes that just um, almost as like a mastering tool. And then you can put a boost right after that just for mm, a lead boost. I really like that actually. Cause one of the issues I have is, um, because I like my clean chit, like my clean guitar to be extremely clean, like so clean, no dirt. Yeah. And that's kind of the reason like I, bucket brigade chips are a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's gotta be that's, digital delay. That's right? real. That's, yeah, that's a, real. really an issue. Um, because I just like it to be, you know, as, as clean as you would hear the guitar being played without, uh, through an amp. Um, and I wonder, um, I, I end up having an issue, like a volume issue with that because I, on some of the drive pedals, I like to have the volume kind of cranked a little bit cause it affects the sound. Yeah. It, I mean, it changes the tone of the, the pedal and the, the overall sound. So I wonder if that would be, I wonder if that would kind of fit what I like to do with the way that I play it. Yeah. I'm wondering, it'd be interesting to see. Um, be cool to experiment with it for a bit. Yeah. Um, definitely worth a, worth a look. And then, you know, the only other thing I was going to say, Oh, the other thing that's new to your board. I remember this year is this, and this is your first year of like a proper power supply. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, that was, yeah, that was an issue where, um, I've had, I've got like three pedals that I got to get fixed and I'm not sure if it was the power supply mm-hmm. or, um, or what happened, but there was also issues with certain pedals. I couldn't run, the pedals that I wanted because I didn't have the power to, to do it. And I ended up having like a couple that were plugged straight into the wall that couldn't be with the pedal board. But yeah, now I've got a legit power supply that allows me to pretty much run whatever I want. Yeah, that's right. Um, awesome, man. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in 2023 yeah. with the board. You know, there's sounds I, like we might've already made a change. I, I'm, it's possible. You know, the other thing I've, I've been thinking about this for a, uh, quite a, while now and i just never really jump on it but i'm a very a uh, high gain guitar player with especially with like the rhythm tone that i use oh, and yeah. stuff. i don't use a noise um suppressor yeah no. at all and almost every high gain guitar rig that i look at you know bands that kind of i love their guitar tone their dirty tone 
they all use them. And I'm like, I don't know why I haven't kind of re- like done that yet. Cause I do also like the, um, you know, a lot of my guitar playing with things that I'm doing when I'm writing, I like to do kind of hard stops in between certain things. Like there's things I want to ring out and things that I absolutely don't. And when I want it to cut, I kind of want it to cut all the noise. And I don't know why I've never thought of like doing a noise suppressor. Yeah. Well, that's interesting to me because I, you know, I've never in my wildest dreams ever thought I would ever put a noise suppressor on my board. Like <laughs> yeah. ne- has never crossed my mind. Yeah. But I've seen him and like definite, there's people that talk about them. Yeah. And so this is going to be interesting for me to watch the noise right. suppression. Because basically it's like a gate that says like anything over this like, level or frequency gets through anything else gets shut down right yeah well and i think that that was like the the original one but i they might be slightly more advanced now yeah to where they can you know they can pick up and maybe they work they always work that way and they just you know i'm sure people can just dial them in perfectly yeah because the whole idea of noise suppression is not just like canceling 60 cycle hum it's for like when it goes dun 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 yeah. It doesn't go da 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 da. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Um, cool, man. I well, I'm excited to see one your compressor uh, adventure, and then also um, a noise gate somewhere. That's going to be interesting for me. Um, I'm excited actually for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think we're getting close here. Um, I better jump into the baseline of my board. Yeah. Let's do yep, it. Yep. So. The board itself has not changed. The actual physical board, again, it's all driven by the Quartermaster 6 uh, from Gig Rig. And what's cool about the Quartermaster 6 is like it has a flip-flop mode. So you can choose to turn, like if you choose one loop, turn it on, the other loop turns off. And my goal is always very, very, my goal has never changed my entire life and career. I can't say career. I'm not a professional guitarist. Um, <laughs> you can say career. My, my, exactly. My music career, my long story music career, um, <laughs> through spatula and gypsy whistle and ziz and all these weird bands, um, is to have a clean tone, a bass level, clean tone. That's chimey. That can be boosted for a lead tone that stays clean, a rhythm tone. That's not overly compressed, very open rhythm tone. And that's dynamic to my pick attack. And then I have a one-stop shop, like a one button I can hit to bring up a lead tone that goes from a boosted kind of, you know, uh, open overdrive tone to uh, something that's very saturated and octavey and fuzzy, all of which is very mid-focused, yeah. you know. So it cuts through the mix. It's very proud. It's very urgent. And I have to be able to do that with just one touch of a button because, like, my plane isn't to the point where I can do two <laughs> or three things at once. I can barely hit one button and do a lead and then get back into my rhythm. Yeah. So all those have to be clean to rhythm one touch of a button, clean to lead clean one touch, rhythm to, you know, lead one touch, etc. And then I need a wet-dry I have to have it. I've been doing it now for three years. Thank you, Mick and Dan from that pedal show. Yep. Um, can't do, honestly, cannot play without it. Because um, <laughs> like if I play it just a wet rig, I'm like, oop, that's too wet. <laughs> I'm losing everything. And if I play a dry rig, I'm like, that's obviously too dry. Um, but wet dry is where it's at. So I have to have that. And then I also have to have some modulation in space. Yeah. Right. That's pretty much it. And th- 
this year, um, with the discovery of the quartermaster, it allows me to turn on independent loops, uh, by one touch of a button. And that's, what's kind of the brains of the rig. So in order to accomplish those four goals, I have one loop. And the other thing is I need volume swells and I haven't solved that yet. So that's not neither here nor there <laughs> because of the wet dry throws in a problem. So I'm going to try to figure this out here, but I don't have to have that. Um, I've decided cause I'm gonna have two boards. One's a big board with volume swells and one's a, just a kind of everyday board. So that being said, my clean signal, what I would consider my clean signal, I don't really just have a unaffected clean signal. Yeah. Like I'm always playing through one of the loops. Yeah. So, um, hasn't changed at all this year. Yeah. It's been the same. So it's the ethos clean, um, from custom audio effects. I think it's what, what they're called. Um, it's like the one half of their, their Dumble, um, kind of preamp pedal, just the clean side of it. You know, there's a bright switch on there. Um, rock jazz toggle, very Dumbly. Um, and it just gives it such jangle and chime. It's really beautiful, um, pedal. And then in that same loop, if I want to go from clean to like a boosted lead, I hit my Cali 76 stacked, which gives me that sustain that you like yep. from your compression yep. compression pedal. Um, doesn't take off the attack of the note. It's probably the best compressor I've ever played. I mean, it's definitely a premium pedal. It yeah. costs a little more than other pedals, but it is amazing. It, I don't normally get along with com compressors, but this compressor has blown me away and so that's my if i need to up that signal to kind of get in front of the band again i'm not sure what band but if it was um it would be that that's what i would step on one stop shop i'm loud and then i'm back down and um it's kind of your overdrive for your lead tone gives you gives you some sustain um let your notes sing out a little bit gives you a little volume um and then i also have right before that my mutron three which is my jerry garcia tone right. you know that kind of won't sound and so i have that before the um compression because obviously you don't want it after because the envelope filters so much controlled by your pick attack if you had an even signal coming out of the compression you wouldn't you wouldn't get the cool dynamics the envelope filter right so i've got my my clean preamp the envelope filter and then the compressor that's my clean clean world um then i need my i need to solve the the rhythm overdrive to the lead, right? And so this is where things got interesting for me because I had, you know, um, a bunch of different gain stages in one circuit, which allowed me to have another circuit for, because I've only got six loops on here and I could go buy another looper, but I'm like, I don't want to spend the money. So I'm stuck with six loops. <laughs> um, I don't know why I put these constraints on myself. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, so I have one loop which is for my rhythm tone and it's uh, the other loops for my lead tone. So the one loop that's my rhythm tone had to kick off my source audio collider and it was replaced by the JHS morning glory with red remote. And the reason I went with the JHS red morning glory with red remote is because it gives you two overdrive sounds, a very kind of low gainy edge breakup, super dynamic, open overdrive sound and then if you have the red remote switch you turn it up you actually up that gain gives you a little more compression a little heavier gains so you're getting two overdrives out of a two overdrive sounds out of a single single pedal 
controlled by the red remote. So you can actually put the JHS underneath your board and have the red remote up top, small little pedal in the loop. Boom, boom. You're good to go. I did have to give up a loop for it, which was a bit of a bummer. Source Audio Collider, which I think is maybe the greatest pedal alongside the DD20, um, but it had to go uh, because of my restriction on the six loops. (laughs) Then that allowed me to have a one-stop shot in the Loop Master, or sorry, the QMX6, Quartermaster 6, for my lead gain stages. Yeah. And then it was the Jackson Audio Fuzz, and then every week, all of last year, I changed that position. And finally, like Vince was saying, I landed on a shinny type fuzz, which is the Boss FZ3. That then went into the Gladio because I was using the double barrel from JHS as my mid mild overdrive and then tube screamer. But because I didn't need to use this anymore for my um, rhythm tone, I was able to replace it with kind of a dumbbell style pedal. So mm-hmm. I put the Gladio in there and I don't stack them. I use them independently. So one's kind of just set up very low gain, super cool sound when you feed the fuzz into it. And then the other side is just a really kind of um, classic, I want. I don't mean, I say dumbly sound. And yes, I have played a dumble. It doesn't sound anything like this pedal. Um, <laughs> I played Larry Carlton's dumble um, at a friend's house. And I was just like, wow, I am a really bad guitar player. because This sounds horrible. <laughs> um, he makes it sound great. But, you know, it's a, it's a very smooth beautiful overdrive sound and maybe again this is the type of dumble i play because there's a lot of them and i am not getting a chance to play dumbbells very often i had one chance in my entire life um and i tried it and it wasn't great but it has that that one that kind of just just i just love the sound of the gladio cornerstone um a drive like the kind of the dirtier kind of singing singing signal and then all of that is always is fed into the always on wildwood mjolnir and that has not changed because i can't live without that clon type circuit right right? mid forward cuts a little bit off the bass cuts a little bit off the high and just puts everything right where you want it for a lead tone yep so i can just go now with one stop shop from the morning glory boom click of a pedal with a flip-flop mode i'm into these gain stages that are my leads and so I will say in that lead gain stage, they're all on the top of the board. They give me some expressive stuff. So I'm like, oh, if I want to you know, go from like a clean, cleanish kind of light overdrive to like a saturated octave fuzz, I can do that. So it's still a bit performative, but then I can just quickly go back to, to rhythm uh, with the morning glory. Super easy. Then I hit the next loop, which is my wet dry um, mode uh, or sorry, wet dry split. So I can turn actually... I hit my next loop, sorry, which is my tuner, um, easy enough. And that will be a volume pedal probably eventually. Yeah. Um, cause that'll be after my drive section. Then I hit my next loop, which is the wet dry split. So that allows me to split my signal after my gain stages before my wet effects. And, um, it also allows me to turn it on and off. Yeah. Right. So if I just want to go full wet, no dry, I can do that. And if I, you know, it allows me to do that which I actually implemented because the Source Auto Collider had this cool reverse function that <laughs> took off the, remember when it took off the attack of the yeah, note? Yeah. My God, that preset was amazing. So then if you had the wet on, you'd always still hear the attack of your note because that was before the Source Auto Collider. So you'd turn off the the wet or the dry signal and then yeah. you just play that super spacey stuff that had no attack on it. And it was yeah. just, oh my God, it was so cool. But anyways, no longer an option. Um, that's my big board, Vince. That's my big board. <laughs> it's for space stuff like that. That's right. 
Um, then I get into my um, uh, modulations and I think, yeah, um, into into uh, modulation land. Um, and that's now just one loop, which I have for that. Which, if you remember, used to be a Source Audio Collider, the Diamond Halo Chorus, and um, the Harmonious Monk by Jam Pedals. Yep. Harmonious Monk by Jam Pedals is gone. Yep. Thanks to that pedal show, because they introduced me to the Andy Timmons Halo. Yep. Which I freaking love, because it almost sounds like reverb. Yeah. The Andy Timmons ha- signature, or Andy Timmons signature Halo pedal first preset is his preset yeah, and yeah it sounds just like reverb um just this kind of like feathering um uh, multi-head delays and then the other one is a just an analog delay so i can use both mostly i use the andy timmons halo on an expression pedal so i can get like crazy reverberated sounds or like control the mix that way yep and um i originally started off with the diamond halo chorus I had two halos on my board the andy timmons and the diamond yeah <laughs> then i got the diamond v1 b1 the vibrato pedal and you just jammed it for the first time yeah it is cool oh my god it sounds great it's amazing pedal. yeah really good pedal it's uh it's super good so um ended up replacing the halo with the the v v1 b1 i think by by diamond hard pedal to find um because they diamond as we know went out of business but saw a gold effects bottom yeah. That's cool. Um, so we've answered that riddle that we've been dealing with all of 2023. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of... I think... Oh, no. The only difference now is after that, it's after my modulation. Just so you know, the depth of my chorus, the speed of my chorus is controlled by effects pe- or expression pedals, and the depth of the Andy Timmons mix is controlled by expression pedals. And that yeah. we talked a little bit about that the end of last year is one of my, one of my tone discoveries. Yeah going into um, more of a performative type uh, situation where I can use expression pedals to control like the depth of all those. Then I took my mission um, engineering passive effects pedal or, or volume pedal off the board, put it on the floor since it's passive, it doesn't need power. And I just run my wet mix into it so I can control now how much wet effects I get just through a passive volume pedal. Yeah. So now I can turn on and off one of my loops to give me dry signal or no dry signal, and I can control the amount of wet signal going to my wet amp through a volume pedal. Yep. It's pretty sweet, right? It's awesome. Awesome. I see you when we when you jam it, you use it a lot because you're I, like, oh, I'm going to go overdrive, cut the wet yeah. out, right? Oh, yeah. Well, and like, I, you know, the way that that is set up now, I feel like if I were to do a wet dry, that's what I would do because that would allow me to go pretty seamlessly from my um my clean tone into my you know into my gain stages yeah oh my yeah. drive tones yeah um because that's one thing um i was jamming your rig and my the way that that was running is very close to the way that i run my clean tone which is just um i run it with um chorus delay and reverb um and i prefer if I'm running like a strat style, it's uh pickup position two. So where you're using the bridge and the middle. Oh yeah. Combination. yeah. Yep. And like, that's my favorite kind of clean oh tone. God. Yeah. That's interesting that you're a, a two guy. I'm a four guy. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of like, cause you also love 
the uh, the neck pickup on a lot Les, of on my Les Paul on the yeah, Les yeah, Paul right totally and, totally and I'm kind of like being the higher gain like a high gain yeah, yeah, yeah. loving guy like everything is always done on you know on the, the bridge, bridge pickup yeah 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 for sure because like a lot of the bands there's some that you know I would watch their breakdown of their rig and stuff like that and. A couple of them are like, yeah, I have a guitar and it only has a bridge pickup. I don't have a pickup select, yep. like no pickup selector, no tone knob, no, and just a volume knob. Yeah. And he's like, just so I can cut it if I need to. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. So maybe that is the difference. And then um, I think the other difference is I went into two uh, old vintage Vibro Champs. Um, a Bronco and a Viber Champ with eight-inch speakers, and I've I've gone with bigger speakers now. I'm going into a Fender Princeton because I got that this year. Yep, the Fender old Fender Princeton, which I think might be the greatest amp of all time. Yeah, I mean that amp by itself is unreal. Right. And I also learned that it's the biased. This is some like tech talk about amps that I don't quite understand, but it's the biased trim on there, so it's almost like a harmonic thing, which is like pretty rad and i've actually never heard the trim on that amp i don't i've never turned it on once um, <laughs> my hair has got a pretty good trim <laughs> <laughs> i didn't realize you never played it no that's um, a, that's awesome yeah so that that pedal or that amp has become my thing and then i've paired that with um a vox ac4 for a very very long time this year and that vox ac4 was actually running on the edge of breakup and would just get a little more saturated when i hit the drive yep um and that was my dry dry signal so uh, just something special going on with that amp combination. A very cool vintage amp that's super special and like a hundred and I think I got it for 150 bucks. That Vox AC4 at like some sort of guitar center clearance. Yeah. Something stupid. Um, but yeah, that's that's where my board is now. Nice. And um, yeah, I don't know where it's going to head. Uh, I just feel like now that I've been playing this new muff pedal from um, Petty John, I'm like, I could definitely live in a world with the muff and the um the fz3 type yeah. shinny circuit yep sure would you now would you run the if you did that would you run the muff um more like i do as like part of the drive chain or would you keep it at the front would you put which pedal would you put first if you ran both of them oh um so they would be all in my lead circuit okay and it would go I think it would go FZ3, yeah. so I'd have an octave. Then I'd go muff. Mm -hmm. Then I would go the Gladio kind of clean side, mm -hmm. and then the Mjolnir. Yep. And I would, I would never run. I never run like the 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 kind of the driving side of the Gladio yeah. with a, with a, any type of muff in front of it or anything like that. No, no, no. It's too much. Yeah. If you just want like a classic, really beautiful lead tone, I just go with that and the Mjolnir. But if I want like crazy saturated um, fuzz tone, I go one of the fuzzes into the clean side of the Gladio inside yeah. of the Mjolnir. It would be a thing where you wouldn't run the fuzzes together, obviously. They'd be independent. I mean, I, I say that right now. <laughs> I wouldn't, but who knows? Right. I don't know if I've tried like a shinny into a muff. Like, I don't know what yeah. it sounds like. We'd have, we'll have to test that out. Well, the one thing I would do experiment with would just take one of the octave pedals, like the um, Mythos Argonaut. Mm. Or the um, love pedal, believe just a pure octave pedal yeah. into the muff, just to see what happens there. Oh yeah, because me the the problem with me in the muff, like the big muff, is it's like a very mid scoop circuit, and that's yeah. not my thing. I just right. want mids as much mids as I can get. <laughs> right. right, your whole thing about is it's boosting mids. mids yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, 
but I would be curious about an octave pedal, but that's why I love this this um, Petty John Smash, just because the mid's right. inductor. We'll get into that later. <laughs> um, but anyways, that's where it's at, Vince, and I think it's going to be there for for a bit. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. Yeah, and so that, um, the Diamond, uh, what is it, the V1B1? Yeah. Vibrato. Vibrato, yep. It has, um, does it also have like a course setting on it? Yeah, yeah. It's um, so it has a volume, um, chorus. I think, baser. I think as like the knobs that as the knobs, and then a speed. Let me look real quick. And so you can kind of dial in exactly what kind of uh, modulation style you want. Yep. For this. Yeah, it's um such a good it's definitely i i i was at one point i was like the diamond halo is the best chorus um oh vib one not v1b1 but oh, vib one okay. yeah um oh sorry no it doesn't have phaser on it it has the volume the chorus the depth of the chorus and the speed so oh, it's okay. a pretty traditional chorus pedal although it does have a um this jazz switch and a high switch um the high switch kind of gives you like if you want real syrupy, oh, okay. like kind of super syrupy or kind of control just how deep that depth knob goes. Yeah. And then it also offers you uh, dual expression pedals for speed for and speed depth. and depth. Yeah. Sick. Which was um, different than the uh, Halo chorus. Um, we just had speed on that one. Right. Yep. So I just love this. And then the Halo chorus had the chorus and phaser. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Yep. And it was cool for sure. Um, I just think... Like right now, I use it as an always-on pedal, and it just kind of on a. I use the expression pedal to control the depth, and it just has that little bit of movement. Yeah, and I just love that. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, I I ended up loving it, and that's kind of why I messed with your your wet signal so much. Of like going into clean, I would you know hit that volume knob that brought in the wet or all the modulation from the wet, and it um it was great because that's exactly the way that I use you know a chorus. I could probably. When I was messing around with the um, old Blood Noise Endeavors um, white cap, white cap, I would kind of do it the same way, where I kept it very, very light on, um, you know the, the modulation, but I would turn the depth way up and the speed way down, mm-hmm. and it just kind of added a little bit of movement to your notes, so it wasn't flat, you know. Yeah, no, um, I love that, and I think that's such a cool sound to have on a clean tone. Yeah. Um, I'm into it, and I also just love. Um, I was finally got one. They were real hard to find. Yeah, yeah. Also, if you're getting into the, some of the diamond pedals, know that a lot of them are center positive instead of center negative. Yep. And I don't know if that's all of them across the board, but I think it might be all their modulation stuff or time based stuff. Yeah. Their drives are not that way. Yeah. But the memory lane, all the phasers, all the choruses. Yeah. Um, that's a good shout. Because just be very careful because I think <laughs> you blew up uh, one of them. Uh, I did. Right when you got it. Yeah, Because yeah. it was center positive and you plug a center negative in it, it just goes right away. Yep, yep. And um, it was actually, yeah, it was a, it was a thing to get it fixed. Um, but <laughs> um, a friend of the club, I don't, I'll leave, leave him anonymous, um, definitely helped me out to get in contact with the folks that needed to fix it yeah and so thank you for that friend of the club um it took a bit 
but yeah, that's a good shout, Vince. And um, I think that's it for this episode. I think yeah. oh, my voice has changed probably a little bit here because I have sunk so far down into my <laughs> into my couch that I was probably another three foot feet away from the mic. So, um, anyways, that's it for this episode, Vince. You haven't stoked about twenty twenty three? I'm really stoked. Um, you know, I'm looking into. I know it's a lot about pedals, but there's probably a baritone guitar coming my way at some point this year. Oh, really? Yeah. So baritone fan club coming up. Baritone fan club, yeah. Oh, that's, so, that's uh, good news, man. But Vince. other than that, no, I'm I'm really excited. Like like I said, it's winter time, so I've been able to you know been able to dabble in pedals a lot. Um, I've got shelves up in the clubhouse down in my and basement. a drum set. A drum set's probably be, and a be bass coming guitar. up. There's a bass guitar. So um, once I get um, another. I want to try out a different amp with a bass and uh, going to be experimenting with some pe- some of the pedals through bass this year. Oh, that's exciting. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun year. Yeah. I'm pretty I'm stoked. In, I'm interested to see kind of where my board goes. Cause like I forgot where it was last year. And when we looked, I looked at that picture, I was like, Oh my God. I like <laughs> when I pictured it a year ago, it was probably closer to like five months of like where I thought I baselined it and it was baselined way, way <laughs> before that when I was like, Oh, I had these pedals on. Like I forgot I had a way huge fat sandwich. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I use that for the distortion. Oh, that's good. That's, I mean, that's the fun of pedals, man. That's yeah. why we have a fan club. Right. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see what, what happens. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty psyched for, 2023 i don't know if my board's going to change too much in the near future i'm pretty stoked on it but i say that and like i'm going to probably change it today uh, after we get off uh, i got some actually some more to do but anyways um first of all thanks for everybody that has joined us this year yeah um we're just big uh, effects pedal fans and i know there's a lot of other effects pedal fans out there so if you want to call the hotline 1609-800 fans leave us a message tell us about what we should who we should talk to what your favorite pedals are and we'll give you a shout out and um, anything. Oh yeah, follow us at Instagram at Effects Pedal Fan Club. That's actually something that's grown quite a bit this year, which is um, just crazy. And thanks for thanks for that. And thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Tell your other Effects Pedal fans about it. And uh, anything else, Vince? No, that's it. Make sure you go get that pedal. Yeah, support those builders. Support your local shop. Go get some pedals. And um, we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Thanks. <laughs>